from the depths below, rising to the surface, on this week's episode of C-Pod Twenty One. It's your host Ryan and Mike. Well, wait a minute. Well, you're you're Atticus. Wait, wait a minute. Wait. Shit, who, who am I? <laughs> <laughs> you know our fucking names. It's Atticus. I, I actually don't know now. You fucked me, you fucked me up. Oh, God. Do we need to start this over? This room is so small. <laughs> no, We're I leaving think, this I in. Think, I We're think I'm Ryan. In. And the only reason I think I'm Ryan is okay. because this... The, I, I'm in a closet. And you re- Atticus records in an office. And yes. Ryan records in a closet that is... Yeah, very small. Yes, okay. I'm Ryan. Hi. Okay. <laughs> Hi, and uh, I'm Atticus, and it's good to see you yet again. God, you know, it's it's kind of funny that that we intro with uh, with a, a, a completely off the cuff, non scripted because we don't do scripts joke no. about uh, identity crisis because one of our topics today is social <laughs> media, and one of the yes, questions it that it asks people fundamentally is, "Who are you?" Who are you? But like without good music behind it. That's true. That is true. Like no. Um no, oh, nothing on SoundCloud yeah. is good. Any of you guys who are listening are SoundCloud rappers. I do not want your mixtape. I don't I don't want it. It might be good, but I don't want it. Man, I don't know. I mean like if futures on there, you know. Percocet. Molly Percocet. <laughs> chase a check. Never chase no bitch. You're you're a million dollar contract right now. <laughs> Cheesecake <laughs> sensation. I don't wear no belt. Bill, billion dollar contract. <laughs> billion dollar contract. <laughs> Next Eminem. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. No, well, I mean, I'd have to like. Ooh, there we go. Talking about identity crisis. Can you imagine like a white rapper but pretending to be black on the internet? I mean, digital blackface. Is that a thing? That all of them. Uh, not Macklemore. He's pretending to be gay. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. He's yeah. doing a great job because it's great th- job. It's great job. I thought, and nothing, nothing wrong with that at all. I was like, good. Not for my him. journey. Not my journey. Excellent. You know? Excellent I'm, thrift yeah. store finds. Right. <laughs> I'm Fantastic tags. You know. I mean, yeah. yeah that, like, that, that song is like ten years old. Is it? it, it oh my god! It is now, dude. That came that, out when we were that, in college. That came right. out when we met. Oh, that was that song was out when we met when we were both yeah, turning was. 20. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yep. man. Yep. Well, when we were on still that sneaking note, beers. Well, we were. Oh, shit. Well, on yep. that terribly disappointing note, thank you for joining us on C-Pod 2021. <laughs> um, no, the so. penultimate episode of season one. Yes, this is it. This is the season finale of our first season. Um, Which means, lucky for you, we have another one coming. You can't get away, you bastards. That's that's right, bitch. (laughs) Keep listening. Tune in. Drop out. Whatever. Buy our t-shirts. You're never going to see us. Yeah, if you you haven't, we have a whole season's worth of memes uh, on t-shirts on our our t-shirt store, uh, which will be linked in the description of the podcast, I almost said video again because I watch too much YouTube. Uh, video, the radio. But yeah, link down there. If you if you yeah. love us, uh, if you even like us a little bit and want to support what we do, please, uh, please go on and grab a shirt. They have really cool designs. That's right. Uh, I, you know, I 
I, I coupon sticky them. is still good through July the yeah, 1st, y'all. Atticus made them. The coupon is sticky, which is one of our horrible, horrible memes that I hope never happens to any of the politicians that we ever describe. Because because sticky Nancy Pelosi would literally make me like like vomit all over. I don't think I would stop vomiting ever. Oh, man, and... I, that, the idea of sticky Nancy Pelosi makes me into a coomer. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> hey, hey, Atticus. Sticky Mitch McConnell. Mm. Oh no, no! <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining I'm imagining uh, Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell making out, but like they're covered in like salad dressing right now. <laughs> It's it's gotta be ranch. Yeah, ranch or, dressing. Or, or, or uh, is it is it ranch that's so? I don't do salad dressing like at all. Okay. Uh, is is ranch the I, like like I just put creamy pepper flakes white. on my salad like like red pepper cre- flakes. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah. Ranch it's, is it's, the okay. It is the lifeblood of everyone born uh, between the uh, mountain ranges of the United States. Well, that, that's so. I do put that on I do put that on on fried chicken. It's part of the batter that I use for fried chicken. But you ever drop um, it on some pizza? I, I have not. I have heard what? of that. What? So I do. I do like hyper spicy pizza. Like I just okay. slam my pizza with with crap like like pepperoncinis, jalapenos, red pepper flakes, fucking hot sauce. Oh, like. so the same. Okay, except I like like my perfect pizza is the same, right? Like yeah. loaded with pepperoni, uh, pepperoncini, or banana rings, like whichever, right? Uh, jalapenos, red pe- uh, red uh, pepper flakes. But then I also toss in. As a little secret, yeah. How do you like this one? A little pineapple, baby. Just the flavor gods. <laughs> so enough. here's a question. Shoot. Did either of us have lunch? Because we're just talking about food. Uh, like, I man. did. I did. I made Philly cheesesteak scrambled eggs this morning. Oh, Jesus Christ. I had like I had like a waffle six. I had like a waffle six hours ago. <laughs> so also to describe to our listeners, by the way, a few things. Um, though Ryan and I are the same age and we – come from very similar stances in life and and upbringings. Um, I am built like a goddamn brick shithouse. I'm just a giant broad-sized barn dude who like has 20,000 calories a day just to exist, right? Like I'm just a big dude, right? And uh, and Ryan, describe yourself for our listeners. They want to know about your sexiness. Oh, uh, well, all right. So I've got a bunion right now. And, uh, it's just not going away. It's oozing, it's oozing a little bit. <laughs> no, uh, so 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 Atticus is. It was it was always uh, kind of like a Biggie Smalls, Biggie and Smalls situation. Uh, not that I'm not that I'm terribly short, right? Like like I'm five nine, which is you know slightly above the national average. Thank yeah, all yeah, of you. Not... Thank all of you, extremely short people for for yeah. tearing it you're not down short. for me. Um, but I'm I'm. You know, I'm like 155 pounds ish. I'm I'm pretty lean. I run a lot. Uh, we stand our men like kings. Okay. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. I'm, I'm and I'm I'm just taller than the rest of the manlets. So I'm definitely <laughs> the manlet king. Yeah, you are. Um, but but I do have I do have the beard of of a uh, of an Odyssean god. That's true. That's true. So, and that's I do true. mean like Odyssean God. I mean like the ones that show up in the Odyssey. Fuck the Iliad. Yeah, that's fair. I'm built like the last <laughs> season of um, Parks and Rec, Chris Pratt. But yeah, like, that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty accurate statement. You're a yeah. tall. You are. I wouldn't yeah. say that you're like like a brick wall. Like I'd say that no. you're just you're a barn. Yeah, I'm you're just, just I'm just a big barn. old Midwestern boy. The whole, the whole yeah. ass barn. 
Um, yeah, you know, like, I'm built like, yeah, I mean, that's a really accurate description. I'm built like a uh, final season of Parks and Rec, uh, Chris Pratt, uh, pre before they like, got really buff, right? But like, <laughs> not like second season fluffy. We yeah, no, I, uh, when, when I was being built, God was like, this one's got to go fast. You gotta go, gotta go fast, <laughs> gotta go fast, gotta go gotta fast. Go fast, faster, speedy. Yeah. Uh, as, as, as my, my fiance puts it, I'm, um, I'm sexy and compact like an Italian sports car. Oh. <laughs> Except he breaks down every turn. Oh! Yeah, yeah, right? Oh, no, I kid. I kid. We love, no, I just, we I, just I just, flip and explode into flames. <laughs> That's actually how you go. Somebody's, somebody's got to <laughs> pay. Somebody's got to drop two million on parts just to put me back together again. It's totally <laughs> fucked up. Right. So today we're talking about. <laughs> you want to We had a subject. Penis? We had a subject today. We're already like yeah. 15, 20 minutes in just Are talking about really? nothing. But okay. So before we get to our subject, once we get yeah. to it, uh, it's going to be a, a, a nice sharp left turn. I yeah. want to give a shout out to. Uh, I want to give a shout out to one of one of our listeners. I don't know if he would want me to use his name um, because he he works for the government, mm. uh, but he's Let's a guy that listens that. in. He's a guy that listens in all the time. He lives here in Florida, and he said one of his favorite things about our show is the whiplash. Is <laughs> how we just like <laughs> hard turn from topic to topic. So, dude. Uh, if you and your glorious beard are listening out in the woods, I uh, love you, man. Thank you for listening, you. and thank you for uh, always blowing up my Facebook inbox while you're listening to like comment <laughs> on things. If, yes. if anything, if anything, and I have a couple <clears throat> friends that do that actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, if anything, what it's telling me is that for season two, we should probably do something like have a Discord and have yeah. these live, so we can have a comment section. Dude, I'd love have that. And have the comments section like fill yeah. up with stuff that we can bounce back and forth on in real time. Uh, God, dude, I have had so much fun doing this show. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like single-handedly kept me sane during COVID because at the beginning <laughs> of it, right? Yeah, I was working in, in education. Yes, uh, but I was I was a contractor in education, so mm -hmm. I lost my job. You know. Yeah, and thankfully. Thankfully, uh, my, my fiance had her job and, and, uh, it's, it's real estate with, uh, pretty, pretty good commission pay type structures. So she was able to float us, but you know how it is like when you're just sitting indoors and you're just going fucking crazy and, and, and you know, th things continue to pile up and not work out and not work out. Yeah. And all you have to connect it to today's topic is is the window of social media right because yeah. like no one's going out no one's no. getting together um and, and <clears throat> as somebody who was like very um e even though th there's a million arguments like oh all the science isn't in yet and da -da 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 -da. even <clears throat> even though i was aware that the jury was out on a lot of things i still wanted to be very mindful of other people and the social situation so i really like isolated mm -hmm. and this was a great i don't know about you but for me this was a great project uh to have as a as a window to the to the outside world as a way to even though really for the most part i was only communicating with you or a guest as a way to what's the word that I'm looking for? Almost like vicariously exist in a, in a much larger like forum. Yeah. Like, like, like as in the classic Roman, like, you know, 
city meeting place, like that, that, that forum yeah. space where... No, I mean, I get it. Yeah. You know, I, I understand it. I mean, it's just, it's to be present in some way and to project yourself out there when when you're isolated. You know, it's 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 almost like having a spotlight when you're behind a, a guard Walden or guard right. Walden. Walt Garden, yes. excuse me. You know, I mean, it's, I get that. And I want to say thank you as well um, to several people real quick. Before we get into this week's topic as well, I'm going to chime on to, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to hitch my buggy under Ryan's cart here. Um, oh you know, boy. <laughs> <laughs> buckle up, baby. So the, uh, but no, I want to, I want to say, you know, before I get to the thank yous for Ryan and everything and, and kind of chime back into that, um, you know, we can't thank our listeners enough. I've got a lot of friends that have been provided support, family members, um, you name it, old coworkers reaching out to me, buying our, our merch, right? Like it's, it's, it's been a revelation to have so many people, um, reaching out to us, touching out to us, you know, um, sorry to those that I'm in the beginning that I may have like bombarded and harassed through Snapchat and like Instagram with like advertisements. Like, Hey, you're going to want to listen, you know, but but at the end of the day, it, it drew some folks in, and and uh, I, 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 there's so many people I can't give like that many individual shout outs to. But you know, we want to give a shout out to one of our biggest supporters, Jamie. She's she's always in it with us, always supportive. Um, you know, we've got Jennifer um, in Springfield, um, my friend Emily, uh, God love her, right. Um, and then of course, you know, my my dear friends that uh, I'm not going to name any of you by real name okay um simply so this because, is a really easy way to thank them because yeah since you don't have to say it individually they can all think it's about themselves that's it's right nice and fuzzy. well and, and i'm going <laughs> to give a couple of shout outs and i want to uh and this ties back into the same thing which is uh the guests we've had on this season have been tremendous you know jedediah mj lilith um, yeah. Stained Haynes, Dow, we love you guys. Thank you so much for being on this season. John yeah, Jay I, in the beginning as well. We can't forget my dear brother, John Jay. Uh, but I also just want to give a couple of quick shout outs as well uh, to James, Stained Haynes, uh, Martin, the only one I'm going to name by real name, right? We love you, buddy. Um, Slim Jim in Illinois, you know who you are. Thank you for being with us every step of the way. Um, MK Ultra Money, shout out. I love you, buddy. Um, oh, and there's, just, there's uh, what is it like MK Ultra Waifu or something? Yeah, yeah, MK uh, MK Ultra uh, MK Ultra Milf. MK, um, right, MK Ultra Milf. That's right. MK Ultra MK Milf. Ultra Milf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we we love all these people. You know, we, thank you for indulging our crackpot theories and fucking yeah, of bullshit. course. Uh, at Jefferson Poland, you know, you're my boy, Curtis. You know who you are. Um, we just we we love all of you guys, and, and thank you for being. Yeah, there's with there's us been so many more season. people. There's been so many more people in the background of this, helping us bounce around ideas and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and even though we, we really treated this season kind of like as a fun on the side hobby thing, um, yeah. you know, cause we could have, we could have gone completely ballistic cape shit and, and uh, advertised and done all kinds of crap. And, and I think that like today for the social media thing that we're going to be talking about, you know, part of, part of the, uh, the structure of social media is that people can't have hobbies anymore. Everything has to be a side hustle. You right. Know? Yeah. Even though we have like yeah. shirts, like we're not, we're not going out for fucking sponsors. Like we've actually done this like pretty in a pretty laid back way. Yeah. Um, you know, we've talked about opening a Patreon, but we haven't yet. And I think it's, we, we haven't really discussed it too much, but I think it's because like the knowledge we both have of like, okay, we enjoy this right now. What's, 
what is this what is it going to feel like when we take the step to making it a job because social media and part of the social media present says that all of your hobbies must somehow become monetized yeah and I mean, the effects that that has on people's fucking happiness yeah i mean at the end of the day that's one of the reasons you know a lot of what we do here you know if it's our advertisements if it's our posters uh if it's the t-shirts if it's the video clips we make those that's our money that we're we're not taking money from other people and putting it into this we're doing this DIY, right? Yeah, we're just like, hey, wouldn't this be cool? Yeah, yeah. it would be. <laughs> like the like the video software, the the podcasting software that we're using, the microphones. We bought all of this our own money for us specifically, of course, but also for for our listeners and the people that have been with us. So a massive thank you to giving us this incredible, very laid back, very laissez faire first season. Season two is going to be the the bitches tits i'm gonna be honest with you it is it's gonna be <laughs> yeah great. we're we we have we've decided to kind of uh to kind of kick it up a notch because yeah. we've proven to ourselves that we can't do it and, and and we have so many more listeners than we ever thought we would get i know yeah, we mentioned we this a couple episodes ago but every time we look at our metrics we're just like holy crap yeah uh shout out by the way to our three new listeners i uh, want to give these guys some shout outs uh in indonesia i don't know who you are whoa yeah yeah, that cropped up last episode. I don't know if Stained Haynes has like some like reach out to, to no. They, they definitely or not, thought but... they definitely thought we were some kind of like maritime <laughs> podcasting. Like they were definitely like, oh, Seapod, this this will be able to tell us about the storms. And they tuned in and they were like, it's just two white guys, two white guys that have the stage, like white <laughs> guys have for four hundred years. <laughs> well, surprise, surprise, baby, we live. So, uh, but, you know, talking about, and who knows, it could have been social media outreach to some of these yeah, places. Yeah, who, who knows, who knows. But let's talk about the actual topic of the week. So yeah, we're going to whiplash yeah. here into depression. So, <laughs> um, I thought it was social media. It's the That's, same. It's the joke. Yeah, it's the joke, right? Uh, oh, look at him. He did it. He did it. He did the thing. <laughs> Write that one down, Jimmy. He did the thing. So, um, shout out to Jimmy. We love Jimmy. <laughs> We love uh, Jimmy. Jimmy's our favorite piece of shit. Anyway, so... Uh, hey, Jimmy. Hey, hey, fuck you. Hey, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Look, Look at him go. Look at that cross-eyed bastard go. <laughs> so, uh, no, but this week we want to talk about <clears throat> a few things. Uh, and I'm going to rewind the clock 20 years. We're going to go back oh, 20 years. Um, to 2000? 2001 actually okay i was gonna um, say because some people think 20 years ago was like 1990 or no. 1980 and it's like nah motherfucker no, no. in the <laughs> year in the 2000 now. yeah remember those ads from conan oh, man. so okay, the so... Uh, the real topic of this week i'm re rewinding it back um because i'm going to include a, a link to the youtube video um about why something is so prophetic and how it in turn really created that like this it kind of inspired this last episode i mean we already had these like independent thoughts right of these viewpoints of social media and, and honestly it. this is not going to be for a lot of the people who are listening this is probably not going to be any any new or alarming relevation a lot of people feel the way that we do this yeah. is yeah. Uh, pretty much every one of my friends and family that i've discussed it with yeah has very similar feelings towards uh facebook twitter um the the way that memes get 
co-opted into movements in the way that uh, these these platforms promote like fake activism, but also forgetting every single thing from yesterday immediately. Right. So, you know, we talked about like the 72 hour news cycle and the using of death on television to like monetize and capitalize on tragedy. Right. It's all, it's all about is, selling ad time. Yeah. It's all about selling ad time. Colgate. Would you like to brush your teeth after thinking about Laura Palmer getting strangled on national television by a guy named Bob? <laughs> we yeah, pack it. We pack it. Twin Peaks. Back, yeah. Hey. By the way, um, shout out Col- to Twin Peaks and their cold beers. Col- Colgate. It's dead and wrapped in plastic. <laughs> He's dead, wrapped in plastic. It's technically so, true. Toothpaste yeah. is dead. Toothpaste it, is dead. Dead material. That's right. It is just like your hopes and dreams. It is dead, wrapped in plastic. <laughs> so. We talk a little bit about these things last time, and really we're going to hammer it home because we're talking specifically, and again, I'm going to include a link to the video <clears throat> on every streaming portion that we have on the social media, everything. Um, we have to go back to Hideo Kojima's Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty, um, which in itself is a game about identity. It's about mimet- uh, like mimetic mo- movement. Um there's a lot going on in that game. You know, I'm betting, I'm betting our <laughs> listeners didn't expect that. So, so to talk about social media, we're going to talk about a video game. Yeah, from, well... From the PlayStation 2. <laughs> yeah, from the PlayStation 2. Well, there was the final codec. And, and, and players of the video game franchise are definitely familiar of the codecs. You know, where it comes on, it's like, Otacon. Do you want Funyuns? Because they're on sale right now. You know, or whatever. <laughs> but, yeah. like... yeah. The final codec features Raiden or Jack or whatever his name is. Um, and some familiar AI in the game. You learn that as a player, you learn that you've been manipulated by artificial intelligence the entire game. Um, play the game. I'm not explaining all that to you. I'm not your fucking mom. Yeah, but, or, I mean, you know, Wikipedia exists. Yeah, and Google. I'm sure I'm sure there is uh, like one Googling. of those fan wikis that's just all metal gear solid stuff oh yeah so well if... and there's a video that ex- the video again that's going to explain this um right. will be linked below but <clears throat> the big thing about it is this it, it really was prophetic right because a lot of things it talked about were echo chambers on the internet um self uh self emulsion but also like self-exclusionary ideas to like live in an echo chamber, which creates like tribal instincts among well, people. It's crazy that it's yeah. crazy that he was talking about it back in two thousand because that's really before um, any kind of like Facebook ish type thing was even around. I don't even know if MySpace was around yet. No, it might have no, been. It wasn't. No, it, it was wasn't. a couple of years later, right? Like yeah, two thousand two. Uh, okay. two thousand two or three, I think. But because but really during, the only one that time, existed at that time was Live Journal, I believe. Yeah, well, like during this time. If you were part of an internet community, you were on forums, right? Yeah, forums and chat uh, rooms. And those could be, I mean, in, in some ways, even more echo chambery than what we think we would have now, even though I would, argue, I would argue that what we have now is worse because of the rapidity of it. Yeah. But we'll get oh, to yeah. that. It's, so, it's so, definitely worse today than it ever has yeah. been, and it's, so it's going to continue to grow. So we've got this game, we've got this this game creator and he, he makes a game 20 years ago yeah ab- about the the stripping away of of privacies and how it would be portrayed uh as a good thing right because yeah. you've got all these guys in silicon valley who are saying oh this you know this is good our our stuff 
uh, it, it, you know, it, it presents who you are and da 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 da, and they're trying. Well, it's to it's all about false connectivity. Well, yeah. yeah and they're... speaking of selling, I mean, that's at the end of the day, that's really. And I'm going to drive this home, and I'm going to say this a bajillion fucking times throughout the rest of this episode. Silicon Valley companies put on a face to say that they care about you. Facebook puts out videos where you have enjoy our groups where you can be celebrated during Pride Month. I don't give a fuck <laughs> about you. No, Tumblr puts out you are profitable. Your profit. These are data mining companies that exclusively exist to get your data to package it nicely, sell it off to private investing companies that can then take that, extrapolate the data, and advertise yeah, right and back to you. At the, absolute best. The that funny is thing goal. is, so the funny thing is though, when we say that, like we're not even really yeah. talking to LGBT people because they've no. been, they they've been, um, they're they're super aware. Like you know. Oh yeah. You you think you think the kid that gets the shit kicked out of him every day in in high school for having admitted to, you know, liking boys is uh is not aware that companies are trying to bamboozle him for his money like no, someone people yeah. with those experiences are are hyper aware of this shit. But yeah. it's yeah. it's still something that bears keeping in mind um because and and, and I'm a I'm a Facebook user. I'll fucking admit it. Every fucking everybody is. If if you're not Good for you. You have the will of a titan. Um, because but I guarantee so... you, if you still have a product, you're still yeah. either using, you know, Instagram or WhatsApp or, or Twitter, Pinterest. You're using something. If you're in China, I guess you're on Weibo. Whoa. But uh, I thought that the, was Weibo. Uh, I don't know. Uh. <laughs> but the uh, yeah, the I lost my thought. No, no, I get it. Let's go yeah, back twenty years. Let's go. Let's go back to, to Metal so, Gear Solid Two, and we've got so the yeah. themes of this game are yeah. uh, runaway information. Mm -hmm. Um, what what fans of the SCP wiki would call mimetics, or the the process of memes, the the way that ideas take on a life of their own in communities and shoot around, which when um, coupled with the internet has happened much more efficiently than ever before it's so i mean you you know i want to i want to bring in something specifically about that right we take for instance pepe the frog right <laughs> like, right yeah like pepe the frog is a, such a, a like stupid cartoon frog so again i want to kind of preface metal gear solid 2 came out 20 years ago right this game long, is old long before facebook long before, long before yeah, of course. Long, long before the current iteration of, of yeah. 4chan, long before, you know. Yeah. I think the, the big meme website back then was youthemannowdog.com, which doesn't even exist anymore. Um, I would say probably something awful forums were starting to crop up around that same time. Like some of the image-based uh, internet forums were cropping up. But like memes in general, again, when we talk about like memes as a prime example, this doesn't mean like some image macro right or like a picture of old curtis um or you know i can has cheeseburger this is predating all that so the idea of mm -hmm. memes being uh cultural ideas or like quick response quick response ideas that can be easily replicated and medically introduced into cultures right and so at the time it was talking about how like this would be hyper inflated and hyper usable on the internet and eventually it would begin to dominate 
and disseminate and create factions right within the internet and it did clearly right. and it's and, and when, when people think memes yeah they tended to think of a funny little image with some text and and irony sprinkled yes. on top because it yeah. was made by a depressed person and that's how depressed people humor works but the actual yeah. definition of a meme is like any idea or behavior or style any recognizable thing any recognizable pattern of behavior that spreads by means of imitation from person to person uh, in a culture, usually that carries a symbolic meaning um, representing a, a, a phenomenon or a yeah. theme, yeah. right? So it's, it's, a, it's a unit for carrying cultural ideas. So they've always been around. In the ancient world, uh, you know, that's how, that's how fucking gods happened. That's, yeah. how, that's how the Greeks turned, uh, turned Poseidon into Neptune. Yeah. Or the Greeks, or the Romans, rather. Sorry, the Romans turned the Greek Poseidon into Neptune, and you know that's that's how uh, Ares crossed the Alps and you know became Tyr. Yeah. Um, with the Germanic peoples and all that sort of thing. Well, so, you can sync that to modern society and postmodern society. When yeah, you it, look it, into you know. It's been around forever. Yeah, I mean, even comparing just for like, yeah, basic things. If you think about it, like go back to like the days before the internet, right? Like I like Ike, right? About like oh, Eisenhower. Uh, uh, what is it? Um, Conroy was here. Yeah. Where's Kilroy. the beef? Kilroy. Kilroy, Kilroy was, here. was here. Yeah, where's uh, the beef? Where's the beef? The Macarena. Yeah. That was that was a straight up societal meme and still is. Mm -hmm. Like you hand any kid, like you turn on your iPhone and you immediately hear like, how about like fucking instinctually that kid knows to do hey macarena yeah right yeah like yep. he just like knows how to do that and so really what hideo kojima was saying is that like the internet was going to be able to take these and macratize them like on a scale that we've right, never just seen blow it the fuck up and i mean yeah. here we are making our podcast off of fucking memes right <laughs> here we well, are living memes yeah here we are living <laughs> memes here we are now you know what oh, i mean geez. and so but but there's a few other portions about this okay um that we want to talk about and specifically i even have my notes here right which this is uh, you know like atticus is serious he has no oh notes. yeah atticus wrote no like when ryan writes notes it's like whatever you know like he needs i, I need to write notes just to remember to like put fucking pants yeah. on in the morning i'm gonna walk outside <laughs> with my dick out yeah but uh yeah if you if you write notes down you really give a shit yeah i, I really <laughs> ardently give a shit and one of the things that <clears throat> became a really big center point of the final codec of Metal Gear Solid 2, which from here on out, we're not going to reference like Metal Gear Solid 2 specifically or Hideo Kojima. Right. I'm we just, just going to say the final we codec. To use it as a, it's kind of cool that this guy yeah. is looking ahead and going, well, shit. So I really hope that none of his new games come true because if they do, just fucking kill me right <laughs> we're now. We're fucked. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I do not, I do not want a little fetus to be carried by a, by a scruffy hillbilly. <laughs> um, th through a wasteland of giant invisible monsters do you, you ever been to tennessee because you're describing tennessee to right I know. now you, you know um, you know if anything what that game proves is that hideo kojima is no stranger to mainlining ketamine <laughs> <laughs> inject it right into my veins yeah, just so right into his fucking <clears throat> well, one yeah. of the things the codec talked about specifically was junk data okay and this is right. really where we're going to start hitting home towards social media, the ramifications of it, all these things, okay? The pro one of the major problems with modern social media, the internet, and the codec talked about this, was junk data. Now, junk data is junk. 
Okay. It's Ryan hit a Google search for um, boob meat inside of bras. And then <laughs> or, or, or fuck, I hit a Google search for junk data. Junk data. Like... Yeah. It's, it's anything. It's a white cup. It is sunglasses, whatever. Okay. That is inextricably linked to your, your IP address, your Mac address, but then it goes into your cookies. It gets dissolved into your social media because it gets baked into nearly every tracking portion for every website. Yeah, it's, because it's, these social media it's sites even bigger you, than it's even bigger than the shit you hit enter on. It's your it's your yeah. keystrokes. I mean, Google it's keeps everything. track of things that people do with keystrokes. It's every yeah. everything that everything that's in between stages of things that actually have value. Yeah, which is a which is a lot of shit. Yeah, and so even though it may not have intrinsic value to me or you that like we may do a Google search or that we may open up Snapchat three times a day, someone's keeping tabs of that in some form or fashion. How'd you know right? I searched for boob meat? <clears throat> it's the boob meat inside of the bras that I care about, Ryan. So, <laughs> no, 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 shh, Jimmy, shh, Jimmy, bad Jimmy. And so, who let him in here? Scamp. So get him, uh, get him back in. Get him back in the sound booth. As you go back in the kennel. So help me, God, boy. So <laughs> I'll make you sing, Dixie boy. Come here. And so, but one of the things about like this junk data that's really, really important to remember is there's no doing away with it. There's no removing it. There's no letter that you can write to say, please remove my junk data. It is infinitely accessible and it's preserved. Right. And I know that there are for businesses. Yes. There are companies that will clean your junk data from your records. Yes. Right. There are. But, but but it costs it costs money. Lots of money. I'm looking at a quote right now. Yeah. From a business that does this. Mm-hmm. And uh Yeah, it's they do it by business revenue. Yeah. Right. So like a like a business that brings in two million dollars a year, they're they're charging forty five thousand to clean up their junk data because it's proportionate to how much junk data they probably have in their database. And it, yeah, so, so again, this is this is a case of you're, we you're can not, do it, but you can't because of economics. Right, right. At the right. end of the day, I, it's not. I, I know in some, down. I know you can clear your junk files, but in in some capacity, but there are things that are not stored on your own PC. Yeah, I mean, the, with the cloud being infinitely accessible right, to these are, companies. It, it, I mean, right, and it's just going to get picked up immediately. Uh, when I was yeah. in college, um, I dated a girl who, uh, for a while, she was working for a guy who all his company did, right? Okay. Was was exactly like what we described earlier with social media. Mm-hmm. All his company did was collect the the data from people's keystrokes. So yeah. anytime you put your phone number and email, okay, mm-hmm. when you had to buy something on like Amazon or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Uh, which, you know, you have to do on some websites to yeah. make purchases and things. Once you do that, what those companies do is they sell those emails and phone numbers. And he was a uh, basically a, a contact broker. So his company bought them, mm-hmm. right? And then would mass distribute them to advertisers for yeah. like a like a monthly fee yeah. that they would pay him. So his whole job was literally just harvesting your your name, your age, your phone number, and your email address, 
seeing what those were connected to and then connecting that to advertisers who would who i mean fucking open your gmail right now i know you guys have a gmail account open your gmail right now and look at look at your inbox and and tell me how much of that is just bullshit and it's yeah. because a guy like him grabbed it and shot it off to another guy and he's making you know a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year just doing <clears> that yeah so while bill and steve are out there wondering how the hell they're getting emails about penis enlargement pills this is how okay I'm gonna check mine right now actually i'm gonna check mine and see yeah. see what i've got in here yeah do that but while i'm putting that up that information becomes preserved for the most part for the average consumer indefinitely right like you don't have forty five thousand dollars to shell out to go get, make sure that that shit stops showing up and even if you do it's going to crop up again because it's inevitable that you're eventually going to use Amazon or Walmart or Target.com or Etsy or whatever, right? It's, it's all around you. It's all consuming. There's nothing you can do to stop it. Now, the other portion about this is we're going to talk about digital society, okay? Now, digital society has cropped up since the mid-2000s with the creation of, again, those forums and online chat rooms, like, yeah, they were bad, but, like, they didn't really create digital signal, um, like, there was a digital signature basis for them. There wasn't, like, a profile that you created to, like, log on and meet up with the other connections that you already had. You maybe knew them if you knew their username and, like, their AVI. There's an aid showing for you. We use the term AVI. <coughs> Right. <laughs> but like, or their digital signature, like at the bottom where it'd be like, you know, live free or die or some shit like that. Right. And so eventually the social media websites created and cultivated these specific digital forums, these digital societies. And we see that today. It's no different than what's happened today. Right. And so if we take a look into places like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, specifically and tumblr those are like the big four right and 4chan too in its own way but we'll get to 4chan later because 4chan is kind of its own thing right because of right. anonymity so these digital societies are created over time and by over time i mean rapidly right where they're ever expanding they're 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 still there's new ones being created every minute right um what's the old adage there's a sucker born every minute well, there's an right. online society right. born every minute. Right? Yeah, there really is. And these digital societies start rewarding specific things because, look, when we talk about things, we all we all talk about things in the context that makes us feel good. Okay, there's nobody that like wants to have a harsh conversation with their friends where it hurts their friends' feelings or vice versa. You know. That's not a situation that most people are comfortable with. It's not a com it's not a conversation or situation that most people even willingly do. It's a very yeah. hard thing to do. And if you've never had to confront your family or your friends about problem or something that makes you or one of them specifically uncomfortable, you will naturally there's no way that you say to yourself, "Oh, well, I'm not a problem of this. I will easily confront anyone because I'm blunt. Sure, Brenda, you might be blunt, but the moment that all of your friends confront you about the fact that you smell like shit, you don't want to be a part of that conversation anymore. You will naturally avoid that at all costs. And your response to it, 99% of people, 99% of responses are always going to be in adverse reaction to the confrontation of that truth. Okay, hmm. 
So anytime that there's a harsh truth, most people will have an immediate aversion to it and they will seek out ways to avoid it. Okay. So what's the response of digital society? Well, they start creating convenient half truths. Okay. We know right. them as, you know, uh, the Germans had a word for it, Lugenpresse, right? Fake news. Some people would call it fake news or whatever. But the convenient yeah. half truths that crop up over digital societies of certain aspects of society. Right. It, well, and one which of the, avoid the truth and the real conversation. And one of the things that's so prevalent now, and mm-hmm. this is going to piss a lot of people off, but like social media has made it very easy. And this is Facebook and Twitter are the two big um, uh, offenders in this. And and you you know all about Twitter because you're you are unlike yeah. me. You are on Twitter all the um, time. It is it has made it very 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 easy uh, for somebody to make a post or to join a dog pile and believe themselves to be activists for something. Yeah. When all they have done, they have not interrupted their lives. They have not. They, they haven't gone to a protest. They haven't put money or work towards humanitarian efforts. They, they, they share a post or somebody says something that they perceive as inflammatory and then a billion people dogpile them. And I mean, you, you know, you know what my position is like assholes yeah, get what absolutely. assholes get, right? Yeah. I mean, you get what you get and you don't get upset. Right. But, um, there's a, I mean, we've described kind of like the cult mentality of it, the the echo chamber mentality of it, where, you know, you, you put people on social media, you ask them these huge and important, like existential questions. I've been thinking about this a lot where, so you have these guys in Silicon Valley, right? You've mentioned them before who have no social skills of their own, you yeah. know, like these guys are, have you, have you met, uh, in, you know, deep computer programmers? These are, these are not, um, the, the dudes who are doing this out there are, we, we wouldn't get along with them. They, they aren't very apt. And what they're doing with these, with this is they are changing the, the social, uh, biochemistry of our brains with updates. Yeah. And, I mean, and, and the day, it's all about a dopamine reaction. Yeah. They're, they're asking huge questions of people. Um, you know, especially like kids who are all over social media now and have grown up with it in a way that we only kind of did. You know, I yeah. only got on Facebook when I was like 19, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, I could speak from my perspective for a moment, you know? Well, but, but well, let me, let me get the yeah, thought. Go ahead, go what ahead. They're, they're asking these huge Facebook and Twitter. Um, assign these massive existential questions to you, like, who are you, right? Because people look at other people's social media and see what's put up and interpret that as the, the human behind it. So they, it asks, who are you? Uh, what do you look like? What do you believe? What do you stand for? What do you say? And this is a huge, massive demolition of a kind of, like intimate privacy and and personhood that was common for all of human history that was standard for all of human history uh before this and there are people who would argue oh this is just the return 
of you know the the roman forum but it's 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 not yeah you know social media isn't a place that you walk to have a discussion and then go home we've got it all the time on our phones it is invasive you have um these multi-pronged attacks you know i know i know you're very excited for for apple wallet having the ids and stuff but what happens to apple as a company when they've made themselves completely uh indispensable like that should should they be allowed to have that kind of societal leverage against people's fucking lives. And same with Facebook. If you don't have a Facebook profile and you're applying for jobs and stuff, there are a bunch of employers who will be like, well, you know, where the fuck is this guy? Why doesn't everybody is, is trying to get eyeballs on you with it. So it's, and, and, and everybody has switched from doing, you know, phone trees and all that crap to, to Facebook. Yeah. Right. So yeah. now you kind of have to have one to keep up with your friends and family. It's n- almost non-optional. Yeah, even I mean, countries that have banned Facebook, like China, make their own. They make yeah. their own because they know they understand it as a tool to isolate people and to to herd them into these little tribes. Because mm-hmm. I I've never been on Weibo, but I I am a hundred percent sure, or whatever the the Chinese social media app is. I'm actually not sure if it's Weibo or something else, or if Weibo is their search engine. Um, it doesn't matter. I've never been on it, but I, I guarantee you that it, it is not all uh, jolly happy red communist unity. I'm sure that people get in fights. I'm sure that they argue, and I'm sure it happens with just as much frequency as it as flame wars and trolling and and outrage uh, raids happen on Facebook and Twitter. I, I fucking guarantee it. So they're being used not only is these tools to isolate you through those existential questions, because we look at all of our friends having fun and our experience is, God, I fucking hate my job. I don't want to get up in the morning. Fuck. I have all these bills. Why, why aren't I doing all these fun things? Why, why aren't I rich and pretty and affluent and blah, 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 blah. So it's, you know, isolating you with these existential questions, isolating you by making it a much less face-to-face intimate form of communication while also tribalizing you with those groups that only reflect uh, the values that you have. And they may be fucking perfect values. Like, you know. Uh, but that's how, irrelevant. Right, but that's, but that's, but that's, irre- that's completely but that's, irrelevant. But that's irrelevant. So, Because if the human mind does not have any type of combativeness to it, if it remains unchecked, it becomes... Look, if you as a person live in a consistent echo chamber of nonstop bullshittery, okay, and you're purported and you're rewarded for using these convenient half-truths, because rest assured, an opinion is an opinion, but we all self-subscribe to half-truths that are convenient. We all do Of course. That. It's, but it's if you... the only way to shortcut people like, fuck, I've done it, everybody does it, because <clears throat> we can only handle what's in front of us, really. Yes. Right. Human beings are terrible with abstraction. We are we're we're awful with large numbers. We're awful with abstract concepts, even though we we keep deciding to make them and then anthropomorphize them in things like, you know, religion. Um, well, and it's it's part of the we, reason we, why we like these. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like we, most people just can't fucking handle. Yeah. Well, and the, the problem is, too, is that when you have something. all of this, all of this non-contextual junk data that's constantly floating around, there's no way to cultivate it. Because, again, right. these social media sites, it is not, it should be, 
but it is not currently the responsibility of Jack Dorsey or Moot or Mark Zuckerberg or whoever the fuck made Tumblr, right? And that's its own set of worms. <laughs> or whoever the fuck made Tumblr. I, I, don't, love, f- I, don't I love how Tumblr is just like the redheaded stepchild in the corner with a black For eye. good reason. For good reason. And I have my own personal reasons. I don't like Tumblr. There are specific things about it, but I'm not going to discuss them on the podcast because no offense. <laughs> that, have been, that have been made worse since, the per- since they're purchased by Yahoo. Yeah, uh, there, well, there's just some specific. Tumblr things. was fine when it was weird porn. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> like the internet is for porn. That's fine, <laughs> but like, no. Uh, but but the point being, right? It's not these guys, like these social media creators. It is not currently their responsibility to to curate this information. Okay, it's right. it's their responsibility to curate. They've done that. You're curating it for me. You're doing their job for them. Right, it's, it's their no responsibility to sell to sell your shit and to yeah. encourage you to vomit more of it out into the void. Yeah, but there's and, no and curation again, like, we're not to saying it, this. so it's all meaningless. Yeah, we're not saying this as people who don't use it. Like, no. I'm on Facebook to keep up with people every day. I, yeah. I do living history, I do reenactment, and I do uh, HEMA, Historic European Martial Arts. All of these hobbies um, cultivate a, a friend group that is that is international. Yeah. Right? So, because people fly here from... from europe uh to do this stuff all the time so i i have to i keep up with i have very close friends in other countries you know shout out to my my listeners from sweden what up so i have very close friends in other countries and if i'm not using these platforms my presence in their life which i want to have because i love these people my presence in their life would be greatly diminished you are on twitter all the time and you have a twitter crew and you yes. guys are tight. You guys call. You guys talk every day. You got a group chat. You know these people, you know, mm-hmm. by name. You know what they do for a living. You're their you are their friends. And these yeah. are real connections. Yeah. You Absolutely. know, online friends are friends. There so there there is that that sort of positive side to it. The the negative side though is something that a lot of us are getting completely fucking fed up with. Um it, it, like I said, this isn't a conversation that we have had for the first time, and I'm sure for our listeners, this isn't a conversation that they're hearing for the first time. Uh, so it's wild to me. It's Again, it's completely wild to me how these guys uh, in, in Silicon Valley who have no social skills and are, you know, completely uh, inept with that sort of thing. Yeah, and, and I'm, right. I'm pissing off a bunch of fucking programmers and uh, and comp sci students right now, but, you know. Look, I was a I was a dumb nineteen year old with no social skills once. So you have a chance to grow out of it, and major in art. Uh, <laughs> but ma- major in art, get laid. <laughs> but uh, no, do whatever the hell you want. But they're making these huge choices with social engineering, and the craziest part to me about it isn't. Like, it would almost be more comforting if they were doing it, you know, wringing their hands sinisterly, like, we're going to yeah. turn the next generation into a, a bunch of neurotic, anxious, shambling messes that are constantly judging themselves against the unrealistic expectations set by the illusion of their peers. Yeah, They're not even doing it for that. They're like, okay, how can we make six more dollars off of this Denny's advertisement? Oh, well, if we update it like this and they'll do the, the. like, it's, it's the most mundane, banal evil yeah, like well, it's, 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 it's so the... it's so dumb and boring. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, welcome to Cyberpunk 2021. I know. I mean, I know. You know, but that's kind I of never, the point. I never so... played that game. All I know is that you could have like a giant vibrating bio- bionic dildo as an arm. 
Yeah, of course you can. Uh, Welcome to the future, baby. So no, but wake one up, of, samurai. Wake, wake the fuck up, samurai. Yeah, fuck up, samurai. I'm putting a dick in your ass. And so, <laughs> but but one of the things about this, right? So we talk about this like fake news and these convenient half truths. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna peel it back a little bit. Okay. Right. Yeah, I've got. So we. Rant, no, 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 no. You're good. You're good. So what you end up a lot of the times too, and like again, like Ryan said, like I'm gonna piggyback off of that for a second, brother. Um. One of the ideas, like, you know, it would be, like, a little bit more comforting if, like, the human version of Data from Star Trek, i.e. Mark Zuckerberg, like, was actually, like, wringing his hands together, like, yes, yeah, go ahead and like that picture of that big titty anime girl. Right, right? because all he cares about is the money that he can make off of. Yeah, he didn't give a fuck. He didn't give a fuck because he's not – because he has no social responsibility to curate. There's no – you know, back in the day – and I'm going to stop real quick about social media back in the day you had a few relatively normal easy to consume media outlets you had the radio you had television which back in the day you didn't have 24-hour news networks folks you had the nightly news yeah, it was Tom really, Brokaw at five yeah. that was it they would rerun it at 10 for your local news and then that was it you'd get 60 minutes on sunday and you had the the papers that was it Right. And the point was that all of this information, this this seemingly junk information in the world got completely filtered out. And all that was left was the true information that was vetted and it was curated. It was to say, okay, in this week's sports, Tom Brady wins a Super Bowl again. Um, Dennis the Menace, still a menace. And Ronald Reagan fingers an alpaca. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. the information that would be given <laughs> to you. And but it was curated and it was to say, OK, here's what the tr- here's what this is. Now, of course, some people would say, yeah, well, was that ever the, the real fucking truth? Well, who knows? Well, and it was also only a half hour program. It was also an only half hour program. You were not fed Anderson Cooper 24 hours a day telling you that Donald Trump orange bad man is bad 24 hours a day like as if you as if as if we need a 24-hour news cycle to tell us that he's a he was a goddamn jackass as if we need a 24-hour news cycle to, to tell us to tell us that the democrats are corrupt as if we need a 24-hour news cycle you know to to tell us yeah. uh to tell us that that mitch mcconnell talks out of his ass like okay okay we get it as if we fucking need a 24-hour news cycle to tell us that people are getting shot in compton Yes. Like, like come the we, fuck we, on. We don't we fucking need know. This. We know. We know. We fucking know. And so the problem is, is like we've been bombarded by this really since the 90s. Then there was that like little era. There was an era of peace in mind between 2001 to like 2002. Right. Well, and it was After, because everyone was focused on, uh, I don't know, this thing that happened. There was there was something that happened back in two thousand one. It's not very relevant, so we're not going to talk about it. But like, there was like a, a big um, a building oil... fell down. I think. Well, I, no, I think it was like a, I think it was like a, an Arabian backed demolition project in New York. I don't remember something happened. You know what's that day. you know what's fucked though is like kind of unified the whole fucking country though i know which yeah was nice. and, and it and it's been used to and people are tired of that shit too by god because it's, it's been used to justify every single fucking thing since well, then we're gonna you, get to that we're gonna and, get and, to and that if, and, if, and if you question it you're you know an enemy of the state Ooh, da, 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 da. man that's questioning that's where <sighs> we're about to get to so right. cool so there Keep was a, yeah so there was this period of like relative like mind peace where like everyone was like you know our floors were on the fucking jaws because 
or floors were on the jaws. Our jaws were on the, fucking floor. On the fucking floor. Our floors were on our jaws because yeah. our jaws were on the floor. floor. Yeah. Hey. But like there was this time of relative peace in that mindset because the news didn't care to fucking tell you that, oh, hey, a gangbanger shot up a school today. Right. Like we, we don't right. need to know that information because right now George W. Bush is shoving his boot up Saddam's ass. And right. like we George, needed yeah, that. Yeah, right, right. And George so, W. Bush and George Bush and, and, and Donald Rumsfeld are, are pursuing the uh the war on getting more oil, I mean terror. Yeah. And, well but but at the time we were hoodwinked. We didn't know that, right? Like as Americans, like the vast majority of Americans didn't fucking think to themselves. Oh yeah, of course. It was look, look, look. Yeah. Okay. Well, because the media sold it to us. But I have I have friends who I have friends who fought in the first wave of mm. uh of both Same. Iraq and, and Afghanistan. Yep. And look, the, the fucking stories they have about these dudes, they the Taliban, uh you know, all these groups, they they're bad guys. They like Point blank. They are bad dudes. Yeah. They're bad dudes. Um, there is no question about that. Uh, it, it was it was very convenient that they were bad dudes and that we also wanted to shore up a bunch of our shit in that area. Yeah. Like it was it was just a thing that happened that was like, oh cool, now we can go and finish Gulf War shit. Yeah. Well, I mean it was the Gulf War two electric boogaloo. Yeah. Right. Um, but... Yeah, and I mean, nations do this crap all the time. Like, we 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 try to we pretend now that we want everything to be nice and pure because we're living in a post World War II planet where borders don't move a ton anymore. You know, for a half century, but like pretty much every war in history is like that. Like, you know, there's a convenient thing, and you know, o o Odo wants all the cattle that uh, you know togo has over the fucking valley so he grabs all of his boys with their axes and makes up some shit you know or or somebody looks at him wrong from the other village and he's like all right let's go fucking kill them and take their cows but it was never about the cows yeah so it's, this isn't this isn't new <laughs> no well and so we should pretend that it is no and so like the the point that i'm getting to is like there was this relative mind piece because like as a nation we were pretty unilaterally focused on the big shit right that's right. what i like to refer yeah. to that period as is the big shit but then after that, you start seeing people, of course, getting disillusioned. There were no weapons in, in Iraq, whatever. And the media kind of has to start, like, finding constant frenzy because they realized how much goddamn money it was making during that period, right? Yep. We fed yep. the beast. It's got to be fed now. The beast the beast gets, well, shit, once uh, if your society defines success as infinite growth – you know, it's yep. like we were talking about the other day. If, yeah. if I make $4 million one year and I make $3.8 million the next, that's that considered a loss. Is technically a loss, even though I made $3.8 million fucking dollars. Yeah, exactly. So we have Way to continue over, feeding the beast. Yeah. So, so be, because, because infinite growth is something that we have to pursue, mm -hmm. um, God, I, I could go on an infinite growth rant. Yeah, but, I but won't. we're we're, I we're not going to bog ourselves down here because we're still on page. Yeah, I'm, the first I'm page of the notes. You. Yeah, so they, they yeah, so we fed the beast. Be fed. We've made it fat. We've made it fat, and now it has to be fed. So you see this disillusion, right, in like the mid two thousands. Conveniently, right around the same time that these online forums start popping up, now you're starting to see what Hideo Kojima was referring to in the Kodak. Okay, this is the beginnings of this. Now, 
at the beginning, a lot of like, you know, obviously we can talk about the Patriot Act and like it being allowed to infiltrate certain portions of like our online privacy or whatever. But this discussion is not about online privacy because let's be frank here. Online privacy is an individual choice. You can do your best, but it's still not going to be perfect. And there's no way to be absolutely. Yeah, there's it's it's part of it's part of it, but it's it's just a puzzle piece. It's just a puzzle piece. So one brick in the wall. Yeah. So as we move on and we start looking at like this these online forums that start cropping up one thing in particular that's really important is the like the the original cultivation of echo chambers and the facilitation of safe spaces now i know that some people are going to be like triggered i need a safe space because of i'm a disabled person of color sure why not that might be the truth okay that you might need that safe space to talk okay no one's going to deny you of having that okay we're not talking about that that's not what we're talking about here. Right. So keep your safe space at Yale. I don't give a shit. Okay. That's you. You guys do you. I don't know. Yale's, actually, Yale's actually pretty conservative. It's a bunch of rich white people from Massachusetts. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go on record now. Fuck the Ivy League. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> you okay, just alienated by that, that is the whole generation before me and my family. Fuck the Ivy League. <laughs> fuck if you go there. Fuck your mama. Not yours, Ryan. Fuck all y'all. We She's a care. nice lady. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna quote Stephen A. Smith regarding the Ivy League, not specifically about your mother. So keep that in mind. Well, but the Ivy League produced press. I'm gonna tell you right now. We don't care. Yeah, we don't give a fuck. Don't give a so, fuck. So okay. So if I if I'm following you right, yes. Uh, so basically, like, so what you're saying is you are not against, or or you you find no issue mm-hmm. with people people expecting to be treated fairly no no and and with and with a modicum of kindness yeah as always like like myself you also find it unrealistic that they will avoid all assholes yeah you're never going to avoid all assholes yeah and and it's not that we should nothing you can do about that it's not that we should it is not that we should be accepting of assholes no but not um, everyone who has a different opinion than you is an asshole. Please keep right. that in mind. Yeah, that is also true. Yeah. And people people can have shitty opinions and not be monsters. Well, and here's the other thing about safe spaces in particular on the internet. Again, safe spaces in real life, that is for inter-community relationships to happen where they can freely discuss things that affect those specific people. I don't care about that. Right. That's that is up to the individual and the groups. You guys do you. It ain't about me. So whatever. I'm moving beyond that. I'm talking about Internet safe spaces. Now, Internet safe spaces are spheres of influence. And uh, again, I'm going to I'm going to continue to just kind of pounding on this one real quick here, because these these inevitable like spheres of influence at some given point, they start to like devolve into peer pressure for conformity. Right. Okay. And they start kind of like really preventing personal inflection and they start really rewarding echo chamber mentality. It's kind of the which same is, mentality. Is, it's funny that it's funny that we talk about this because it's it's kind of inevitable in in organizations off of the internet also. Yeah. Like this is a phenomenon that happens off of the internet. I think that what the internet does is it makes it it makes it addicting and yes. it makes it rapid fire. So it's so, macrotizing okay. as well. So something so, to keep so, in mind. Yeah. So let's let's create a hypothetical scenario here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So 
you have a Facebook group. It is for uh, LGBTQ plus people. Okay. Right? Yeah. And for 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 them only, and it's and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I or rather, I I find nothing wrong with that. A, a place for them to talk about the the issues uh, within that community and to network with like minded people and blah 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 blah. It's fine. Uh, where where I guess the the ugly side of it comes in is when a toxic behavior becomes memefied, becomes mm-hmm. popular, becomes the thing to do, the thing to be. Um, and then that gets, because, you know, let's be real, uh, no, no marginalized group, uh, just like the dominant groups, is immune uh, to, to negativity, is immune to badness. They are, they are not monoliths of goodness. They don't have a monopoly on being good just because they are marginalized. No, and in fact, any, if anything, they are more susceptible. Right. Well, fucking angry people, right? Yeah, exactly. That have a good re- that have a good fucking reason to be angry. Yeah. Uh, but the you, you know you, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. So you know you will see the and it is a it is a uh, it is a sentiment that I absolutely understand. You will see the, you know, fuck all straight people, fuck all white men, fuck all da 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 And of course the 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 idiots come back with, well, not all men, as if they don't fucking understand the context. But it, it creates that cycle of or or that that aruberos, the snake eating its own tail of people just dogpiling each other for bullshit. Yeah, that's all it is at the end of the day. Because which is know, why one, neither side is helpful. Yeah, to, one to guy. See, it, it doesn't. It it is the fake activism that I was yeah, talking about earlier. Yeah, the fake activism they, of someone saying like "fuck all white people." Right. They, right? they, like they get on the example. internet. They get on the internet and they say, you know, uh, "fuck fuck all white European Christian males, specifically from Denmark or whatever." Yeah. And some guy comes in and goes, well, that opinion is da 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 But it, he, he says it in a way that he's obviously being an asshole, too. And now 10 more people are on the other side. And then, you know, the, and they dogpile on him. And then his friends come in. And then there are 10 more people shooting back. And everyone wants to be angry. Which brings me to my next point, by the way. Thank you for okay. that. Everyone wants to be angry. Well, yeah. I mean, everybody wants to be the person that wins. But here's the thing. Right. What, so, what does winning get you in this context? What does nothing. it get you? That's the beauty. Who, does it, the beauty. who did it help? Who Nobody. Did it help? Nobody, except for your own help? personal feelings, your own yeah. personal feelings. That is it. And so what starts happening here is whenever people start getting these personal feelings of joy or the dopamine effect of going on a 500, you know, fucking page argument in a Facebook scene and comment section <laughs> making there's a group that I was part of for a long time it was a tag group you're familiar with tag groups yeah and it was just the the tag group was looks like we made a white guy type paragraphs <laughs> well I mean it's it, it and again you know that idea like I don't want anyone any one of our listeners to be like oh wait a minute here aren't these guys like are these guys like woke shitheads like no no if no, anything I, I'm I just post-woke. like woke yeah, I just like I'm pissing po- off Trump supporters. That's well, it was, and it was very easy. Yeah, well, I mean, like Ryan. Ryan is a prime <laughs> example. Like Ryan likes to do a little trolling, and me, I'm like post woke, right? Like, but I'm, you I'm, know, you know, I'm, I'm out of that. I'm a fucking anarchist. Like my political theory is like the bread book shit. Yeah, you and know? so, so it's, it's, and, and Atticus and I are very different in a lot of the things that that yeah. we 
believe about how society should be run. Yeah. But, like, I'm not fucking angry at the guy because he thinks differently. No. That's one of the beauty of our friendships, right, guys? Like, is that we do have opposing views. And we do challenge each other on that as friends, right? And we could say, well, hold up here. Here's my view. Okay, I respect that you have that view. Because again, right. look, you can respect someone's op- political opinion about the way certain things to- should be done. Now, if somebody says, yeah, well, I think all the Jews should be in an oven. You no, can't fuck respect that. Guy. that. Fuck no. that guy. Yeah, you like can't I was say that. Like, I, I draw my line at like at like sexism and, and, and race. I Really, I have the three, the three things I draw my line at are sexism, racism, classism. Those are the three things. That I draw my lines at, right? If yeah. you're if you're fucking with poor people, if you are fucking, if you're being a a, a a misogynist or a misandrist, or if you are fucking people for the situation, fucking people up for the situation of their birth, then fuck you. See, if my are, viewpoint is that, that the following out too. of people's control. Yeah, and see, you my know? my worldview is this: that yeah, racism and like sexism do exist, but like. I think they're purported psyops by people that want classism to exist. Sorry about you. Well, because it, it all it all boils down to I mean, so there's class reductionism. Fuck yeah. yeah. Now now I'm talking. God, I didn't want. All to right, talk we got to get off. We got to get off this subject. This is. I got. I got to say it because there's class reductionism, which is reducing everything to a class conflict. It, it's easy to do. It's it's like okay, so class conflict is the big one. Yeah. And race and gender conflict. Our our puzzle pieces are 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 gears that are used to to make it worse. They exist. They exist, uh, and they have their own structures that are part of that larger structure. And I I had to say that before my freaking testicles exploded. Anyway, no. Right, so so kind social of media and social yeah. media, Facebook, Twitter, uh, definitely exacerbate the <laughs> hell out of these things. Oh, absolutely. And, and it doesn't allow for None of the data, junk or otherwise, allows for context. No. None of it allows for context. No, there's no context. And Tell me, the amount of times, the amount of times that you've seen somebody use sarcasm, right? Where they're clearly on the side that is whatever is, you know, uh, right or generally agreed upon in the the comment thread. Mm Mm-hmm. And they use sarcasm or hyperbole to illustrate a point, which are in in face to face language very commonly used, easy to pick up on. Uh, they it's it's been part of the human communicative experience since we figured out how to talk. Uh, exactly. It, it, there's evidence of it since we were writing things down, at least, which suggests to me that it's just part of how we communicate. So someone makes a sarcastic comment using sarcasm or irony or hyperbole. Uh, to illustrate that they're actually on the side of the person uh, who started the comment thread and like 10 people fucking jump on them yeah. misinterpreting it. Well, it's so easy to and do. They just, it's so, and they just rip this person apart. Yeah. And so when you have like non-contextual text, right? Like it's easy to pick up on like it's, it's not easy to pick up on. It's easy to pile and attack people within no context when there's no nuance. Right, because like right. nuance is out the fucking window. Like that's it, yeah, nuance there's... is as dead as God with irony. Right, and what I'm wondering, man, is like something that I think about is how this is changing our our, our biochemistry in our we'll, in our we'll talk about brains. That like there how this end. is changing our brain chemistry and how this is changing our social our social interactions across age, gender, and and class. Like like no matter who you are, because we're exposed to it, and then. Mm. 
if that becomes our normal, then what kind of interactions are we having in person? Wait till the and, end. And, we're going okay. to that. And how is that? that, you know, fucking around with what we're doing? Yeah. I, mean, I, we, I don't have any solid conclusions on it. It's just something that I think about a lot. So uh, I've got a little bit of data that I'll pull out the end for you here. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Uh, again, I, dude, Notes. notebook right there. Yeah. Yeah. So to finish this point, you know, once we start talking about like the dogpiling, right? And these echo chambers really start rewarding social mob hits. And I'm going to talk about that. <clears throat> Look, like um, there's definitely some people who deserve it. It's so fucked up because where do you draw the line? Because there's people who, you know, like, like fuck Nazis. I think we can all agree. Fuck Nazis. Fuck neo-Nazis. Fuck, fuck the Ku Klux Klan. Fuck these groups. You know, sons of the Confederacy. Fuck you guys. Uh, you guys suck ass. Uh, you lost. Gay marriage has been around longer than the Confederacy was around. Ha ha, suck it. Oh, wait, you won't because you hate gay people. Why don't you just like to enjoy things? But, but, so fuck those guys, obviously, right? But a lot of people get dock, get uh, doxxed, or what is it, doxxed? Okay, so I'm going to don't deserve it. I'm going to back up a little. Like, uh, look, there's a certain point to me that says yes. I think that there should be social ramifications for certain actions that people do. Of course, yeah, like should. if you shouldn't if just you're, get away with being an asshole all the time. Like if you're out on your lawn waving a Nazi flag at like your black neighbor, like, you if might your black have neighbor a punches you in the jaw. Like you, 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 you earned it. Well, yeah, but <laughs> then, I mean, but see, but then that you creates the other, you got paid. Yeah, I mean, but then that creates other problems. I'm not even going to get into that, right? Should you have a social ramification? Because that's a physical ramification, right? And that also creates a ramification for his black neighbor because now he's going to have the police called on him. And that's a whole thing that we're not going to talk about. I know, there's, there's, never, there's so, never an action. Even even actions that are righteous have consequences. Yeah, like all actions do have, re, you know, reactions. Yeah. But we're not talking about that. I'm totally cool with punching Nazis in the face, though. Holy shit, dude. So here's here's the thing. You're going to have social ramifications about things that you do in real life. Of course yes. you should. 100%. Okay. However. And, and we, we weigh these. I mean, you know, if I'm going to punch a Nazi in the face and there's cops right there or whatever, and I've decided to punch the Nazi in the face, I have, I've weighed the options. I have weighed and measured them, and I've made my decision. Fair. And that's fair. So but I, it's a little different than doing it on the internet where you so that's are kind of Well, number one. Time from – it, 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 for, well, for Shit. number one, look, we're, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you uh, my spiel for a minute right. here. So sorry, you got to listen to Uncle Addy talk for a minute, guys. <laughs> um, so here's the thing, right? When it comes to social ramifications about things that you do in real life, yeah, sure, whatever. If a dude's waving a fucking Nazi flag downtown, like give him the finger, right? But my personal view, am I gonna look up that dude? Like, am I gonna like take a picture of his face and go searching through the internet to find out who he is to get him fired from his job? No, because he's a fucking dick, right? At the end of the day, whatever. Punch him in the face if you want. I don't give a shit about him. I give as little about a shit about that guy as I do the turd that came out of my butt two hours ago. Right, don't care. Flush them. Move on. Flush but, them. Move on. Right, and, but, and you, you know that somebody's going to do it for you. Yeah, because someone else is going to do it, so I don't really care. Right. Right. So here's, and not because like, oh, well, you're a, you're a straight white upper middle class man, and of course, shut up. It ain't that. It's not that. It's that I just don't have the time and energy. Okay. Well, that's I something don't. that I wanted to talk about. Or that I that I wanted to get on too is like. The because you were saying, you know, when when people do these these mass Twitter outrage parades and all that kind well, of shit, selective outrage, yeah. They uh, 
there's that dopamine hit, but it's really bad for your psychology. Yeah. To, well, to associate satisfaction with anger. Like it's so, it's bad. It is bad for you. Yeah. It is well, bad I mean, it for creates, your health. It creates is, psychopaths. I mean, at the end of the day, we're yeah. you want to talk about changing brain chemistry. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. God damn it, we're gonna get there. So <laughs> sorry for getting ahead. No, 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 I'm no. Not you're good. To. You're good. No, These are just so pertinent things. Yeah. So so then kind of keep in mind though, is like the, these these internet doxing. I want to kind of create the context because that's what we're talking about here. Is like the, everything is con- you know, like non-contextual, right? So when you have years of junk data stored on the internet, non-contextual data about somebody, it is easy for that person to become singled out by a group of people with bad actors. And rest assured, there are bad actors in every group. Oh yeah, every there, are, there are bad actors single on the left group i don't care if you're we the are, most woke black yeah. lives matter trans person on the planet you, you have shitheads among you you have shitheads amongst like, you and period. and don't think you don't because you do and, and there's that the whole thing of like this is my community so they must be there therefore they must be right and must be just correct. Uh, correct that's that's the same shit that that that's the same kind of talk and the same kind of thinking that enables, uh, you know, groups like the Proud Boys and the Sons of the Confederacy. Yeah. It's the same, it is the same type of thing. And when you hold your view of, of morality up on a pedestal as, a, as an unassailable monolith, like, you're already kind of fucked. Yeah. So... Correct. And, and so don't think for one moment that you, you don't have these bad actors amongst you. And in fact, they're often the ones that first call. Like, you want to know how you can sing about like, the really bad loud. Actor? They're usually really loud, and they usually have a blue check next to their name. Yeah, buddy, those are your blue checks. These are your, and not always, like, not every blue check is, like, bad, right? But, like, that's like me saying, like, you know, whatever. I'm not getting there. So... Not all blue checks, but like, here's here's the thing though, right? Like the most blue checks. hashtag hashtag yes all blue checks. Yeah, that, that's our next shirt. There you go. So here's here's the thing though, like they're often the ones that are like calling for these people to like you know have their heads lobbed off, right? right. And so where I draw we, the line, we, are, we will go on a holy fatwa against the blue checks. Yeah, like right, like <laughs> so the idea though like okay let me back up a little bit i'm not gonna get into the idea of it but here's the thing okay where i draw the line is like look we have all made mistakes in this world that we're not proud of or that we've simply forgotten about okay do for anyone that grew up anyone that has been born between at some given point to today that has been on Xbox Live <laughs> against a 13-year-old boy that did not hear that boy just, refer just, to your mom as the N-word and how he fucked her right? when he was 13 years old. Do and, you and want to play back? approximately to... one pubic hair. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you think that that kid like, didn't grow up and is like now working? It was like a bank teller, right? Because he is. Right. Or, or is doing something else. Or, or, or doing or has, something else. Do you, you think know, he has remembers? completely become a different person entirely. Yeah. Do you think he fucking remembers being like, <laughs> did you remember that time that I called hashtag 
X696 monkey gorilla pubes 696. Remember when I called his mom the N word? <laughs> he remembers yeah. that. No, he well, didn't the, give a shit because he was 13. I think right? one of the really high profile instances of this lately was the actress from The Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt. What's her What's her name? She was yeah, in, yeah, she was in yeah, The yeah. Office too. She was Aaron in The Office. Yeah, yeah. I've 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 seen bits of this, but like I didn't pay too much attention to it. Go ahead and explain so, that. When she was, so when she was, uh, I think like around twenty years old. Ellie Kemper okay. is her name. Ellie Kemper. Yeah, yeah. So when she was around twenty years old, she like, she's forty-one now. So this was like two thousand years ago. This was like two thousand. Um, she attended a, uh, da, 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 da. what, what, what is it called here? Essentially, it was a, a type of like debutante ball. Um, oh, you mean like the ones that we had in college? No, like one thrown in the South. Uh, okay. It's so like the ones we had in college. Yeah. Oh, it's it, what she, what she did was she won a 1999 beauty pageant at a ball, okay. That had a history of excluding um, black and Jewish people because it was it was a veiled prophet ball, uh, which was organized in St. Louis by the Veiled Prophet Association, which is an organization that has existed in St. Louis going back to like forever. It's got its it's got its roots with uh you you know those fucking dudes that wear white hoods and shit, um. Just like pretty much every social organization south of the Mason-Dixie. Yeah. And uh, this was in 1999, and she won um, the beauty pageant there. Uh, and they had, you know, really racist and elitist origins. Um, you know, in the 60s and 70s and 80s. And she was 19 years old. Okay. Right? Okay. And she was, of course, part of the group... In, in that area of the country that had the money to help their, their kid become a, a famous actress, right? So yeah. part of the quote-unquote elite, like there's no way to get around that. Um, but yeah, like, okay, so the, the organization excluded black and Jewish people until 1979. So, you know, uh, a good uh, 30 years before she attended it, or 20 years, sorry before she attended it okay um and she she the, you know the photos were found and this is something she did when she was 19 as if all of us haven't done really fucking stupid things at 19 years old um this is already sounding like like the least offensive the context I've ever heard of. so in, in interviews and stuff she's talked about the context and the context was that she was 19 and there was a you know uh, this was again this is before easily accessible internet information it's 1999 yeah so if you want to do research on something, you have to go to the library and you have to be lucky enough to have that library have the shit that you need to find. Yeah, right. So Gen Z has no fucking clue, by the yeah. way. Like the, the accessibility of information is staggeringly easy now, even compared to when we were like in high school. Yeah, seriously. So, so the context seemed to be that she didn't know better and was a teenager and did it to try to make some connections because she knew that there were people who could help the thing that she wanted, the, the career that she wanted to make possible. Okay. They could, they could potentially help her if she got into it and all of that. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. So people grab this, 
and they brand her the KKK princess and all this kind of shit. Who did and this? What's up? Was there like specific groups like on the internet that did this? I don't or know. Like, I don't know. I know, it, I know it blew blue up. It, it, it blew up on Twitter. Um, I saw it like vaguely, but like, you know, I was and it's a lot of the, it's a lot of the blue checks who, who do it, you know? Uh, yeah. And then there were other blue checks that came back who were like, guys, she wasn't in a KKK beauty pageant. Like, you know, the, the organization definitely reinforces the power structures that birthed it. Cause the people who are in charge are rich people from St. Louis, you know, yeah. like, duh. Uh, but it's also not, it's also not the KKK and was accepting black members in the seventies. Like shit's complicated. Yeah. American institutions are racist. Like that's, yeah. Shit's complicated. The history of American institutions are pretty racist because up until fairly recently, pretty much the whole country, uh, top to bottom, was like mega hyper stupid racist, and it's still pretty bad. Like, yeah, and it still permeates. Like, here's the thing: it, like, you know, we had Stan Haynes on a couple of weeks ago, and like, Stan Haynes will even tell people, like, even you know, whatever. But it permeates all groups, right? Right. Well, there's so no people, like singular group that isn't racist. You know, people grabbed or onto her and they're, they're trying to, they're saying, you know, oh, you know, get her fired from all her future projects, blackball from Hollywood, da 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 Yeah. For an association that when she was a kid, she didn't even know that it had. And part of the grabbing of people's pass, th there, look, there are some things that people shouldn't get away with. You know, if, if you are a, a multiple rapist and you get exposed on social media when you know you you dodged court time you know uh, jail time or whatever but it's pretty obvious you did it uh you you should you should maybe not get away with it mm -hmm. right there are there are a lot of things though a lot of things and it seems like the vast majority where somebody says or does something uh 10 20 30 40 blah 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 years ago it is it is brought back up again wildly out of context and then all of the change in that person's life up until that point over those decades means nothing yeah it doesn't matter if, it doesn't matter if you become a better person yeah it what was the what was the walmart the bakery woman cleanest yeah it Holiday. wouldn't have mattered if they became the squeaky clean person the, the yeah. most the most righteous christ-like figure they're gonna fucking drag you yeah, that's the whole point. They're going to so try these, to ruin these, you. And they do this, by the way, again, this is not just to famous people like the Kimmy Schmidt girl or Paula Dean for saying yeah, the happens, word happens in like everybody. the 50s. Happens, happens fucking everybody, everybody now. Everybody now. I can give you a prime example because someone attempted to do it to me the other day on fucking Twitter. Okay? On fucking Twitter. The other Which day... Which is because, of course, because there's no context on Twitter. And... No, because there's no context. But basically, the, the I'm going to set the basic stage here. Uh, there was online debate about um, Kirsten Gillibrand and how she didn't show up for a very important uh, vote. Okay? Right. Oh, okay, okay. Now, now, in fairness, everybody, Atticus does say dumb shit on Twitter. But we like to do because... a little trolling. It's called trolling. We like to do it's, a little trolling. It's like everybody. I say dumb shit on Facebook. It's yeah. on purpose. Yeah. It's, but it's, it's never racist, sexist, dumb shit. It's just dumb shit. My, neither is mine, right? Yeah, and it's just so, dumb shit. It's like, and, it's yeah. just dumb shit. It's and so my, well, and this wasn't even dumb shit. Like, this was one of the few times where I was, like, being ardent and serious. Because my right. whole viewpoint, I mean, yeah, I called a guy a cuck. But, like, he is. <laughs> and so, <laughs> it's not my fault. 
And, and look, so, look, look. If we let if we let the extreme right take fucking every word, every every cartoon frog, every single thing, like don't, fuck fuck them. Don't let them take shit. Don't let right, them white boy summer shit. Baby. Don't fucking let them co-opt fucking anything. Fuck yeah. them. They don't get to keep even insults. They don't get to keep them. So here's, but here was the thing, right? And so like this, this one particular like MSNBC or whatever he is, I don't, some some jackass, right? And he started defending Kirsten Cinema because Kirsten Cinema, Kirsten Cinema. I don't, not Kirsten Cinema. Sorry, Kirsten, Kirsten, Gil, Kirsten Gilbrand. Yeah, Gilbrand. Uh, I don't know. Okay, They're two Gilbrand. very mediocre white blonde women that I don't like. There we go. And so. <laughs> Sorry about you, but your yeah, politics Kirk, are fake. Yeah, Kirsten, Kirsten Gillibrand, and she is politics the are fake. junior junior U.S. senator from New York since two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. but but again, uh, these are two politicians that are like fake as shit. So whatever, and so right, they're right, again, right. They're, my opinions of them are quite like my opinions of my turn. Well, Gillibrand, Gillibrand is a is a a limousine liberal from upstate New York. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And so Gillibrand in particular, you know, like doesn't show up for this vote. And like a lot of people were like rightfully pointing out like, hey, you know who would have been there to vote for it? Al Franken. You remember Al Franken? Right, America? Right. You remember the guy that was like the really only good Democratic senator you had for a long time? Very, that was very consistently, very consistently voted for uh for the right in, things in, in, in favor of women's rights issues and, well, like, and consistently voted like in that. favor of the right things for the right yeah. reasons. Right. Like was he squeaky clean? No, but like you show me a politician that that's Lily. White, right. Yeah. Right? Show me someone who is. And so I'll wait. But, but the reason why specifically <laughs> they were never. targeting Gillibrand was because like her and cop Mala Harris were, yeah, I called you that bitch. I know you're listening. <laughs> and so I don't like you. <laughs> And so we'll, anyway, we'll get to her. We'll get to her next season. Next season. I said. Bitch. So anyway, hey, Atticus, uh, don't come here. Don't come here. Don't don't come here. Why? Kamala Harris. Don't come here. Oh, Remember, oh I'm here. here to tell you right now. Don't come. Here. Yeah. My sidebar. I love it. I know you want a better that. life. Fuck you. Yeah. Like uh, just a side note here. Right. Like even though we're supposed to be talking about like Hideo Kojima's like prophetic view of the world, but like side note for a moment, like how amazing is that? Like, you know, Kamala Harris can be like to those in Guatemala. Do not come here to those in Guatemala. Get the fuck out, bitch. I know you're thinking about making the dangerous <laughs> trek to a better life. Do not come Kill yourself instead. Yeah. And then like, like everyone goes like, like mm, yes. Kamala Harris, such a visual, so, so, so stunning, so brave, so brave. Stunning but like, brave. like Donald Trump can be like, <laughs> I don't want illegals coming to my country. They're coming from shitholes and they're not bringing us the best. And like people are like, oh my god, like what a terrible piece of shit. It's like when they, they like hers is any different. The same thing. You're saying the same thing. Like yeah, Donald Trump didn't like use flowery language, right? But by so god, so when are we he... gonna blow up the Statue of Liberty? When are we just gonna blow it up? Send us nobody. Send, yeah, us, no send us nobody. Get the fuck out. Fuck yeah. you. Right? So, anyway. Unless you're the being, right shade of white. So, <laughs> but, but, like, to kind of bring that back home, right? This, 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 like, people were, like, kind of dragging Gillibrand about this online. Be like, yeah, because she, her, and Kamala Harris were the reason that, like, they knee-jerk reactioned to Roger Stone putting out these fake hits, or potentially fake. Again, I... I don't want to say that like anyone's lying about being sexually harassed ever. If 
look, or sexually if, assaulted. If, if someone if someone's gonna put those out, it's Roger Stone. Like if someone's gonna bullshit, it's Roger Stone. Yeah, well, because he's he did it so. to he did it to Robert uh, he did it to Bob Mueller, right? So you know, in so, 80-20. I'd say yeah. it's 80-20. 80%, The eighty percent likelihood is that Roger Stone's being a lying piece of shit. Yeah, especially <laughs> because like again, why would you not? In a, in a region at the time that was seemingly becoming more and more Republican, right? Yeah. Wisconsin, yep. Minnesota, Pennsylvania, Michigan, they were all like rising up and producing these young Republicans. And so like Roger Stone, we all know he had this bit of information that he was edging out there and edging himself to, to make people bite. And one of them, they bit, they overbit, and they bit hard was getting... Al Franken removed from the Senate. And well, who were the two women that yep. led that? Gillibrand and Kamala Harris. Okay. And so rightfully, people were kind of dragging her about this, right? And of course, he gets on there and he was like, you know, this fucking cuckold was like, there were nine victims, nine verbal victims. We believe all women here. Yeah, we believe all women, but like only one of them was ever named. One. Right. The rest were completely anonymous, kept in the black, no source, no statement, nothing. You just drew this number up that came from where? And, oh, and that's right. It came never, from a WAPO article. Yeah, and there was never a – so shit. Like the – I like to believe that at, at our best, our society should – our judicial system doesn't work like this. And our society doesn't work like this. But we should uphold the innocent until proven guilty – uh, idea because in all facets, and I'm very right, ardent about that, that. That keeps people. It's it's just it's the most just way to do things. Yeah, because that way you you don't have those instances of mob justice where somebody gets tar feathered and fucking beheaded because they looked at someone's daughter the wrong way. Yeah, sorry, the wrong color. Yeah, like so. That's we it. should have that idea of innocent until proven guilty. And unfortunately, a, you know, a, a Huffington Post article that has no sources isn't good evidence for anything. Like you can't act on something without a, a concrete fuck. No. I mean, well, that and, kind of brings of us course, back to of, the point of, of like the of internet outrage. Of course, there's going to be those instances. Of course, there's going to be those instances where people get away with bad shit <clears> because <throat> they cover their tracks. Yes. All right. Are you more? It comes to that question: Is are you more interested in pursuing mob justice because it makes you feel good, or are you more interested in protecting innocent people who could? And I'm not fucking saying it's Al Franken that's 100 percent innocent. I'm saying like real people that go through the court system. Or are you more interested in protecting innocent people who would otherwise be shanghaied and hurt by the system? You, you have to choose. You can't have both. Correct. Thank you. And so clearly these are the people that are, again, this is, this is what we're talking about. This, this sphere of tribalism, the echo chamber, right? And so the echo chamber went rah, 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 and got the blue checks involved and the blue checks went rah, rah, rah. And then people <laughs> went rah, rah, rah on MSNBC and Rachel Maddow went rah, rah, rah. And Anderson <laughs> Cooper went rah, rah, rah. And then suddenly Gillibrand and Kamala Harris went rah, rah, rah. And then suddenly Al Franken steps down from his job because right. he's sick of hearing me go. Nah, nah, nah. Well, and, and, you know, they, they saw an opportunity. Yeah. Because they, to, uh, yeah, they saw an opportunity to push him out 
and yeah. to put somebody else in that seat who they liked better. Yeah. Oh, and how fucking convenient, by the way, that they both ran for president the next election cycle. How how fucking convenient that Al Franken state went red. Yeah. How fucking funny. How how fucking convenient that they lost somebody who had consistently progressive. Yeah. Uh, well, because records. again, it, you know, this is this is a side point from the today's I don't fucking podcast. love the guy, but like shit. But but like that's you know, kind of the whole point. Playing a team it's sport, like, and the Republicans well, are playing it. Yeah, here's the difference in politics today, folks, and you're going to hear this from CPOD. Republicans play a team sport. They play football. They play rough. They play dirty. They play with their pads on, and they play full contact. And, and Democrats whenever, are I trying mean, to play tennis. Whenever, whenever, whenever there's dissension in the ranks, like we just saw it with, uh, with, with Cheney, right? Yeah. And when right. she was like, I'm not going to fucking support Trump. He's a jackass. They, they dogpiled her. Even the yeah. guys who, even the guys who during close Trump's, ranks, baby. Yeah, even the guys who during Trump's uh, first election uh, bid were like, fuck this jackass. No, they all, because they, it's, it's earlier this season we talked about Mitch McConnell a little bit. Remember when I, yeah, when I had, we had that discussion about what makes Mitch McConnell tick because some of his political opinions seem to swing wildly uh, during whatever is convenient. convenient. Yeah. Because his only belief is the team. He only cares about the Republican Party winning. Doesn't matter what their beliefs are. No. Doesn't fucking matter. You know, back in the 60s, he marched with civil rights activists. What Do you think he'd do that now? Hell fucking no. Yeah. So he he only, and, and, and back, back then, there were a lot of Republicans who were uh, on the side of the civil rights activists. And he saw which way the fucking weather vane was moving. And he got on board because it was for the team. And yeah, Democrats do a lot of that internal backstabbing and a lot of it has to do with now anyway i would say probably since the obama administration so in the last let's call it like six to eight years right happened before this happens a lot more frequently in the in you know uh post 2010 world it has to do with the social purity tests yeah. that crop up and that are fueled by, let me check my notes here, um, Twitter and Facebook. Nah. He said it. He said the thing. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's kind of where we're going. I wanted to finish what happened to me on Twitter, by the yeah, way. Yeah, please. So, sorry, sorry. So I was just... that point. I, yeah, I, so I got like, angry. <laughs> no, 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 you're good. So like, whole episodes are making me so angry. So, yeah, so I like RT'd the guy and I was like, again, there were nine claimants to it. Only one ever stepped forward with her name, and even she had a laugh at it and was not actually. Well, it was upset. the girl at the it was the girl at the military base, right? Yeah, and her, yeah. And she was, was like, during we a USO all, tour, I think. And she was just like, "We were all super drunk. What have you never been to a fucking frat party? Yeah, have you never been to a party before? Like, like, like seriously, like grow like, up, come on. right? And like, come on." And so, like, I pretty much was just like, look at, and this is why your side consistently loses elections. Right. Because you're a fucking cuck. It's like, and look, you act would, like this, would, and you do this fucking, shit. We would fucking love it if you guys got your head out of your asses and won sometimes. Yeah. But, you know, you don't. Well, because, again, because, you know, Democrats are trying to play tennis, Republicans are playing full contact football. Right. And,. Again, I like I, I fucking hate them so much. I do too. I'm gonna be honest with no, you. No, like as, I ask voted me, Democrats ask me who for I like mean by them, years. Atticus. Mm -hmm. Fucking everyone. Oh no, I do too. I'm really starting to like. You know, I, it's like I always say. Like even in private conversations, what do I always say? 
What should uh, if, what should the Democrats solely focus on? Oh, oh, well, I mean, you also always say don't trust the sell by date on strawberries. That's true. So, but <laughs> we, here's the we've talked about that before, too. Yeah. Um, but here's the point. It's again, I'm going to get back to Twitter. I'm going to get back to social media. But again, it's it's kind of the same thing. Right. Well, because politics is politics is influenced heavily by this, by the yeah. by the social media parades that we're talking about, by by the outrage parties, by yeah. the. The, Guess what? Selective outrage does yeah. not does not get you votes at the end of the day. It actually costs right. you votes. So the only thing you should give a shit about it's the economy, stupid. <laughs> That's it. That's it. No, if I'm a Democrat running for office and they ask me like, "What are your views, Atticus, on abortion?" It's the economy, stupid. Right. Yeah. Like, That's my. I I don't have an answer. That's not I'm, my uh, problem. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fucking. Well, I mean, you know, if if they ask me, I'm gonna say well, I'm not gonna fucking disenfranchise a bunch of women by well, thrusting res- them into yeah. poverty for getting nutted in. No, but it's the same. Cost millions no. of dollars over people's lifetimes. No. Do you want people to be? Because, do you want people they, to be prosperous, engage. or do you want people to pump out fucking babies? Well, that's the problem. Is that they all engage? Don't even engage. Just simply say, I think the law is the law, and like move right. on. But you know what you should do? Make it about the economy. Make it why it's economical. Right. Why should we waive student loan debt? Well, because it's the ethical thing to do after people were disenfranchised. Shut the fuck up. It's the economical thing to do because you're going to put at least $2.29 trillion back into the hands of average American everyday citizens to pump back into the economy, which at the end of the day is only going to make fat cats even fatter. So why do you care? Just get money into the people's hands. It's the economy, stupid. Well, why yeah. should we invest in better service roads? Because we can more quickly transport uh, goods and services. It's the economy, stupid. Well, we why, don't why care. Should we, why should we invest in childcare? Well, so that people can go fucking work. Yeah, so th- this way mom and dad can both get to work. It's the why economy, should we, stupid. Why should we invest in education so that we don't have a bunch of people entering the workforce who don't know anything except for how to fucking jack off and scroll on a video all day? Yeah. That's it. Like, it's the economy, stupid. Why should we invest in, in uh, clean energy? Because China's going to win out if we don't. It's the economy, stupid. Right. Well, Why should we invest sh- in electric because cars? Because it's the economy, I, I, stupid. I can't, think of, I can't think of anything worse than the economy or worse for the economy than the sea levels rising by, you know, a couple feet. And yeah. uh, so, okay, take, take, a, take a shipping port like, like New York. Yeah. What, what happens when even half of the city is under just like two feet of water? What, what are you going to fucking do? Yeah. You, you can't ship anything out. Like, yeah. where are your boats going to go? All your social media posts about BLM and hacktivism don't matter in the face of that at all. They don't fucking matter. They don't. And uh, here's the thing. Climate change is don't the real care. existential yeah. threat. Well, it's, it's like, exactly. <laughs> and, and no, we can use this social media like, meh, meh, meh brouhaha about all of it right because you take for instance the other day was i guess an anniversary or something other about like the tulsa situation that happened 100 years ago right yeah that was which is horrific i mean i I, it's horrific but like i'm I'm trained as a historian so i'm cursed with knowledge that's how i look at it like i'm i it is a curse it is a fucking curse and i wish i never had it he is cursed Uh, with glorious intention but but it's it's you know which is a horrific fucking thing that happened it is yeah it was terrible it was fucking terrible and it should be taught more in schools to give people a greater context as to like i don't know why people are fucking angry um but but it's not gonna it's not gonna making an outrage parade over it now isn't going to help people who have been dead for 100 years yeah who were, sorry who about were, you, who were killed who were killed by dogs and bullets and firebombs 100 years ago yeah the, your tears are wasted they, they they're gone those are help apache tears now. sorry they're, like, they're, they're gone help people now there's a yeah. there's a poor house there's a poor house down the street uh from wherever you are 
that's got a bunch of kids who need a dad or a mom, go, go, go play basketball with them. Go hang yeah. out. You'll help. help out. You know what's you know what's not going to matter? Hashtag Tulsa. That's not going to make you shit. Go help no. them. Everyone, no. people, people are aware. People are yeah. aware. Awareness campaigns are look. People are fucking aware. Yeah, you can't be more aware, which brings me to another point. We're like our last point here in just a minute, right? And so here's the thing, though, right? Like Joe Biden goes and like talks before this group of people, right? He's like, you know, the experts say that the most dangerous thing to national security is white supremacy. And he says that, right? Which and I, then, I like, think there are the reports from the FBI that it's like it's way more dangerous than um, Islamic terror now. Yeah, because but, they're all here. But, but comes with a big old but. Then he goes on like a couple of days later, and I think he's in like Michigan or some shit. You know, the experts are saying that the greatest threat to, to national security is climate change so which the fuck is it joe uh yes i see what you mean yeah it is so... it is certainly climate change because climate change will also kill all of the white supremacists yeah so word from the wise <laughs> again it's climate change right it's but it's, like it's definitely it's definitely the planet going back to cretaceous era levels yeah. of heat yes so but all these people are like oh my god what do we do what do we do about the polar ice caps melting and like what do we do about like polar here's what you do about it it's the economy stupid yeah. Hey, how do you fix trans rights? It's the economy, the stupid. Economy, stupid. Everything in America comes back to the economy because at the end of the day, your average American, which kind of goes, I'm bringing it back home to the notes. But word from the wise, yes, Americans care about so-called social proclivities, but only as far as their dollar will go. It, it really bums the day, me out too. We don't care. It really bums me out too because I I wish we had a culture here where we did give a shit about issues because of the ethical ramifications of them, which is, which. Yeah, but we're shopping malls. So what do we care? Right. Like, like I'm not saying it's perfect in other countries. Okay. Yeah. You know, you know, the, the Nordic model is great, but uh, they, they wouldn't be able to exist um, if, if West Africa wasn't having it rough. Right. And they make decisions for the money too. <clears throat> I just wish it was part of our culture to yeah. where we gave a fuck at all about caring for people collectively as a society because it makes for a better society. Well, um, we used to. Well, yeah, but man, that, that myth of rugged individualism has really fucked us. And we're never going to recover. Like, that's it. It's part of our culture. We're fucked. Yeah, we, we have to work with... It's part of we, the cultural zeitgeist. Yeah, we, we have to work with it. Even the people who think that they are the most far away from it and immune to it are they're acting in it. They're part of it. It's you're fucked. You yeah. know, if, if you don't want to participate in it, seriously move like yeah, well, go and to another country, there well, is, there is nothing wrong. There is nothing wrong. There yeah. is nothing fucking wrong with, uh, with using your fucking social media to find yourself a husband or wife somewhere else. Yeah. Well, so get in the fuck out of here. So nothing here's wrong the thing. With it. Yeah. So here's the happened thing, for thousands of years. Do it. If you don't want yeah. to deal with it, do it. Yeah, if you don't encourage go it, with, if, but otherwise, like, yeah, Germany but, welcomes you. So the other point being is this, though. Yeah, Angela Merkel will welcome you. So, hey, it's a globalist. nice place to live. But <laughs> it really is. It so, really is. No, I mean, Germany's all right. So I, I've got I've got like five countries that I would probably want to live in, and, and Germany's Germany's one of them. You do better be at the top of that, baby. <laughs> USA. 
USA. No, USA. USA. Like, USA. USA is pretty low, man. USA. <laughs> so, uh, no, but kind of bring it back home, right? So, like, you get this Twitter brouhaha, right, going, whatever. And, and again, all of this can kind of go back, um, you know, uh, to this, these so-called, like, social spheres, right, where, like, there's there's two really, like, big divulging groups on the internet these days that when it comes down to it, look, there's two sets of people and both of them are like completely psyoped out of their minds in my view, right? You have the okay. wokes, which are like woke scolders that like, oh, and, and that term has lost all meaning. Yeah. It, it didn't mean shit. It didn't mean shit. You know how I know it didn't mean shit. Mm, you know how I know? Cause companies use it. Yeah. Because corporations use it. Yeah. Cause if like I'm scrolling through the internet and I see like, I don't know. It's Pride Month at Dillard's. Get your Pride T-shirts for nine ninety nine. Right. What? Hashtag woke. D- yeah. Do do forget how we uh how we fired all of our gay employees like ten years ago. Do forget that. Do yeah. do forget how we never apologized for that or changed our policy on it at all. Please, you know, well, and it's like they just co-opt it to like for marketing. So at the end of the day, and we've talked about yeah. this, right? Like, like social means are only like the only way that they become like nationally popular to a certain point is once they become marketable, and then like companies start selling it to Bubba Gump. So you have like the woke scolders and the finger waggers and and like the left Karens that like, how dare you not wear a mask, you know, or whatever. And then you have the anti-woke, which are basically like, you know, your boomers and Gen Xers on Facebook that are like... Who refuse to budge on any issue. Who are like not going to budge like at goddamn all, right? And they're right. both like a subgroup of like objectivism, right? Where like everything is the absolute truth. Right, and it's all and it's all circular reasoning. Too. It's all circular it reasoning. Is, it is my well, side because, is right. It is my yeah. side is right because they are my side and they're right. Yeah, it's because you only have... Uh, Oh, what was the phrase that I heard someone use one time? You only have one view, and yeah. it's in front of a mirror, yeah. right? No, like like your horizon I, I, is in your is in your mirror. And there was so... a there was a a good there was a good chunk of time there where I was I was what I would call a shit lib. Yeah, um, same. And it took, I mean, it it just ended up in me being, uh, depressed, willing to challenge my own beliefs. And realized that there were things that I believed to be true that weren't actually helping, that were unhelpful. Yeah. Uh, which, of course, is why I'm, like, a fucking anarchist now. Well, I'll um, give you a prime example, right? It's, like, the people that get on Facebook comment sections and, like, argue <laughs> about... Look, they. I'll put it to you this way. They, they'll hop in and people will be talking about like, I don't know, issue number five, right? And they're talking about issue number five and all of a sudden here comes Courtney and Courtney's like, you know what I'm against? Circumcision. And like all oh, of a sudden like, start arguing about like fucking circumcision, right? Dude, and like you, you have mentioned one of the weirdest subcultures of Facebook. It's out there. It's Facebook there. activists. It's, yeah, they are like, the weirdest shit. There, there's another tag group that I'm in that's called, are you weirdos talking about foreskin again? Yeah, right? <laughs> like, you're out here, like, really going to argue about fucking foreskin? Like, my argument about the entire thing is this. That's a great topic. That's a wonderful topic. It's about, like, asking someone if they prefer Pepsi or Diet Pepsi while the house is on goddamn fire. Right. It's We like, could talk about this another cool. time, champ. You know, like, and cool. yeah. Well, and, and part of the problems with those conversations, too, is that they... uh 
there's no conversation. Well, it's not a real they, conversation. They also they the other and um and lesson people who are circumcised. Yeah, like weird. oh, I'm full, sorry, full you're not intact. Full disclosure. I'm circumcised. Didn't happen when I was born. Happened when I was six. The situations were horrific and medical. Uh, I don't regret any of it for a moment, and I don't see myself as mutilated. The fuck's your problem? Um, you, you know, know what? what I mean? Screw it. I'm gonna hop into this ring. I too am circumcised. Happened when hey! I was born. Hey! hey! And guess what? I'm happy my dick doesn't look like an anteater. <laughs> Sorry about you. And I'm not saying I'm against being circumcised or pro-circumcision, because at the end of the day, what's the phrase that feminists like to use? Not my body, not my choice. Yeah. So guess what? Shut up. Stop talking you know, about I'm it. So it glad, doesn't matter. I'm so glad that I don't have to clean the sticky out of my flaps. You know what? <laughs> New coupon code, 50% off. Good through the 4th of July. Sticky flaps. Sticky flaps. <laughs> 50% off your order on our store right now. Enter that Seriously, in, baby. Get, yeah. get, get, the, get the kawaii Putin shirt. Get it. 50% get it. off. That'll be yours for $12. It's so good. It's $12. such a good shirt. You know what? Hell, I'll even... Th well, I can't do both. You can't do both. I was going to say free shit. Yeah. They, they, won't let us, they won't let us apply won't both. Let us both. They, uh, so, we'll, we'll, move, we'll move to another carrier at some point. Yeah, but here's the thing, though, guys. Like, right, like, so, like, they'll start talking about, like, this weird shit, right? They'll be like, oh, circumcision. Oh, great, the house is on fire, and you're, you're giving a fuck whether or not you're drinking Pepsi today, Courtney. Great. Courtney's not a real person, by the way. I'm, I'm, I'm a Coke stan, honestly. Yeah. I'm a it, Mr. Just... Pib stan. Ooh, so, so the thing is, I'm just right, addicted I'm a man to of caffeine. Culture. I'm addicted to caffeine, and I don't like coffee, so my options are rather limited. Dude, I say Mr. Pib in Texas, and people look at me, and they're like, "What?" Right? They're like the, they're like, "Boy, what the fuck's wrong with you?" You mean to tell me you ain't visiting Docky Peppy? Docky Peppy. <laughs> so like, like I'm like, I like Mr. Pib. I'm sorry. Like Dr. Pepper's still good. Whatever. You're like, I like, I like Dr. Pepper, but I want to save a dollar. Boy, you tell me right now, you don't like that Docky Peppy? Come here, me boy. Where's that pig boy at? He don't like that goddamn Docky Peppy. <laughs> So, so so anyway anyway we've been on this 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 tangent for we we are running out of time but we what, are running out of time what are we closing with so here's the thing though real quick guys look the point being and we didn't get through all the points today because no there's so many there's so much talk to about talk social about. media again because it's, yeah. it's such an all-encompassing part of our culture and it's something we can't get away from so of course we're gonna have to bring yeah. it up again so of course we're <laughs> gonna talk about it but the point being look if you take a lesson from today's episode it's this at least from my view i can't speak for ryan but I'm gonna. No, I'm kidding. So the <laughs> the point being here, guys, look, if you take if you take something, it's it's remember your surroundings. Okay. You can't always be right all the time. And if you are, man, that's gotta be exhausting, right? So yeah, seriously, if you are, how have you not killed yourself yet? Like yeah, you're a honestly. you're a bastion of, of fucking strength. Where can yeah, I get seriously. some of that strength? That but, strength juice. Yeah. And if only and if only we could be so grossly incandescent as those of you that truly believe that you <laughs> so really nice yeah. Dark Souls meme. <laughs> so grossly incandescent. If only I could be so grossly incandescent. So <laughs> but if only, right? Like if I wish I could be like you guys, yeah. where I'm just bowing to the sun god on I'm, I'm wrong about seventy percent of the time and I have it. never been wrong once in my life. <laughs> and so <laughs> I have literally never done anything wrong ever. And so, because I'm an angel, I'm perfect, sweetie. But the point being that if you're on these groups and like something feels a little off, it's because there probably is. 
and that's yeah, okay right Just, and, it, 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 and it, it's okay to yeah it's okay to go against the grain of public opinion man yeah it's all like, right it's, it's all right it's all right to not look if if you have an entire group like if you're in like a facebook group or a tumblr group that's telling you like you know what we should do we should chemically castrate all trans men first off what yeah whoa secondly what how yeah but they right. don't have and you're like now? wait it's like wait yeah. but you guys but you guys also you guys align up with with all of my beliefs about eco-communism how, how could this have gone so horribly wrong it's okay well, to fall out of line it's okay to fall it's out okay of line, to guys. it's okay to it's okay to it's be right. the nail that sticks out because sometimes the hammer can't hit hard enough yeah and here's the thing guys look it's okay to be a little different because you know why we're all just built different yeah and that's okay okay you haven't watched adventure time right no there's a quote from adventure time okay and it's people are just built different we don't have to understand it we just have to accept it that's it at the end of the day and if you have a group think that's telling you you know what you should do man like you should you should really like alpha dog down right dude and like you should hate people that like fucking like wear sandals <laughs> Like, but you I mean, like okay. sandals? Like, as okay, a, then like Florian, sandals. As a Floridian, I wear sandals all the time. But middle-aged men in sandals, something that I'm rapidly approaching being. Yeah, That's as, a new t-shirt, middle-aged you know, men in sandals. Ju- just turning 30, you know, if 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 I only live to 60, I'm already middle-aged, right? So yeah. I'm, I'm approaching middle-aged. Terrifying. Uh, <laughs> middle-aged man feet in sandals are some of the worst fucking things to look at in public. Middle-aged... Man, are you typing it? Are you typing it into in your phone right sandals. now? Yes, are you, because are I'm you gonna looking make a that up right now? No, I'm putting it in a t-shirt. So uh, anyway, t-shirt. Uh, middle-aged, man sandals. middle-aged man in sandals. Shout out to them, guys. Um, <laughs> look, we're we're gonna wind this episode down, but on yep. a personal note, uh, again, thank you for listening to this season. Yeah, it has been the highlight of my through. year. There's a whole yeah. a whole lot of episode ideas that we didn't get to, but we're we're gonna do them. We... Season two's coming, July. Season season two's coming, and we're gonna do some of the dumber shit. Yeah, some we're gonna do the... some fun shit. We're also gonna start having video because we're we've moved yep. to a platform where we can re- record video now. We're going to have a lot of upcoming seasons. We are going to have a lot of fun. This has been the absolute highlight for the first half of our year. Yeah. Atticus, and I want I want to review every flavor of Mountain Dew live on Discord. Every we, single we're one. Going to do that. We're, we're, I we're will, gonna do it. I'm going to make that happen for. Yes. Hey, what is? We're gonna that? get so sick. What is that? <laughs> What is what? What is that? That's uh, what? what do you got? Holy shit! Do you hear that? What? There's like some weird ass techno music going. What is that? What the? What the fuck? What in the Jimmy? Absolute... Jimmy, hold up, Jimmy. Can we fix this real quick, please? Hold on here, uh, guys. I want to apologize for just a moment. What in the absolute fucking Sam Hill is happening? I just Atticus, two plane. Whoa! What is that? What in the world? Is that a palm tree? Dude, are we in Miami? Oh, fuck, you're in Florida. Shit. (laughs) Guys, we want to say thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of C-Pod 2021. My name is Atticus. I'm Ryan, and now we're both in Miami. Oh, shit. Fuck.